It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. Hello, I'm Stephen Willis from Locked On Ole Miss podcast, joined by Tim Thomas, Ole Miss legend, basketball man, and we are going to be talking about the Hoops team for the next couple of minutes. How are we doing, Tim? Doing good. Doing Having, having a good day. Everything's going well, and Ole Miss basketball is still 13-0. It's awesome. Yeah, I think they said there are two teams right now that are undefeated. I think that that's what it is. Them and James Madison are the are the last two undefeated teams. Um, now, Saturday, Ole Miss has a kind of a tough assignment. It's about as hard of an assignment as you can get other than, I will put this, if Ole Miss had to go to Rupp Arena, I would put that up there a little bit higher than this. But as it sits right now, number five, Tennessee, Number 22, Ole Miss, Thompson Bowling and Marina, 22,000 people on Rocky Top. That place is going to be going nuts because a ranked team is coming in. I, I, I'm excited about this game, Tim. Yeah, we all must be because uh, it's a big-time game. Uh, Pat Bradley last night on SEC Network, they they, they asked uh, who's the best team in the SEC right now, and he, he picked Rocky Top. He also, they also, a question was, who are the better players in the SEC this year? And he mentioned Flanagan. Didn't say he was the best one, but he mentioned Flanagan. So we, we got a good team. We got some guys. We got some really good, talented players. We got a great coach. Ooh, but going up to Rocky Top, away uh, at their place, number two defense in the nation. Coach Barnes is really, really good. They have some guys that can really play. Yes, yeah, a situation I go back and forth. I think there's there's two actual possible outcomes, and I think both of these would be good for Ole Miss basketball. And first of all, if Ole Miss beats Tennessee, that's self-explanatory. If Ole Miss wins this game, it's the biggest resume bullet, and you can honestly start booking your um, travel to March Madness at that point. Um, the other thing, though, that I'm thinking about, if Tennessee just kind of pops Ole Miss, if Ole Miss takes like a 15-point loss, I think that could also be good for this core as they're pushing through because after the Florida game, kind of refocus and then this be one of those things that would lead to this Ole Miss team losing seven, eight ball games total, in my opinion. I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking it. I hear what you say. It's a lot to do with the old mind, you know, with the brain and the motivation and non-motivation and you're already there. What's your next step? And, but uh, I was watching the uh, – a few years ago, I was watching the other night, but it was showing Virginia when they won the uh, national championship just a few years ago. And I just kind of kept watching, not really thinking about who was the other team, and then they it popped up and it showed the sideline. You know who was sitting there? Mm-hmm. Chris Beard, Texas Tech. So if anybody can do it, this guy can do it. We have the talent. We have a, a great bunch of kids, and there, a lot of them are older. So, you know, the football guys, they're, they're going a lot of older guys, and it's a smart thing to do, experience, and don't have to worry about the freshman blues or, oh, I'm, I'm away from home and my girlfriend this and whatever. So they, they're older, and they know it's a business, guys. It's a business, you know. Let's just go ahead and say it. It's pay for play. They're getting paid to play. And Coach Beard knows how to get it. Either way, what you said, I understand either way you say it. Uh, and I, I could see them getting beat pretty good. 
but I could also see Coach Beard. He has a master plan, and he can make it happen. It's going to be hard, really. Let's be honest. It's going to be really hard. They have guys, uh, the new guy they got from North Northern uh, Colorado, uh, Connect, uh, Ziegler, really cool guy, uh, point guard coming off a torn ACL, and the Viscovi, I think that's how you say his name, from Uruguay. I don't know how that happened. I don't know. But he uh, he's really good, really good shooter. They have other guys that's really good. They play great defense. They, they, they were playing the Norfolk State last night, and you could tell this what any game at all. So we'll have to play, play at our best and uh, minimize turnovers, and we got to start rebounding better. And uh, last game I was really encouraged with uh, Sharp and Cissé together. And if we've talked about that, together, their stats together, they had like – 18 points and 16 rebounds and four block shot. So that that's that's really encouraged to see because we're going to have to have that because their they're inside guys are really good. Yeah, I was going to just ask you what needs to happen against the Vols. If Ole Miss gets the upset, I've seen – I mean, we've all seen like Kermit Davis actually used to give Tennessee fits a little bit um, with that defensive style and stuff like that. Do you think that this is a situation to where – you know, the old adage is teams that press don't like to be pressed. Um, they, they don't handle it that well. Is this a, possibly a situation where Rick Barnes' defense, he don't want other teams to D up against him that way and they can cause a little bit of problems? Coach Beard's uh, no uh, middle defense causes everyone problems. There's, there's still uh, things to do and still to work on, but uh, I, I wouldn't doubt if Beard didn't contact Kermit and say, hey, what are some of your strategies? What did you use? Because he was. He did well. I went to a game uh, a few years ago when they played and beat Tennessee at home, and he used some of those strategies. So it's – I could I could see uh, it to be a very close game. They have more depth. They have better depth. Uh, they just have better players as you go to the 10th player. We, we play about eight, nine now. Brandon Murray is coming in and, and making some points. He had like nine, I think four rebounds. And we've got Caldwell coming in, making some plays. But it, it after that, it, you know, other than the CC and Sharp taking each other's place, we're around eight. Maybe maybe uh, sometime Nunez comes in for a little spell, but we're, that's really where they are. They have several. When, they, when their guys go out, the guys come in are just as better. Or, you know, they're, just, they're very good. Very good, talented team. That's why they're picked. Uh, but a lot of these guys to be uh, they're picked fifth in the nation, and uh, they're picked to be in the uh, attorney. They picked to go to the final four. A lot of people. So we'll see what happens. You know, one interesting thing that I'm looking for is like Zakai Ziegler, the point guard you mentioned earlier for Tennessee. He's not the tallest player in the world, so maybe the matchup for Chris Beard will be Brandon Murray in at the point and kind of go a little bit taller in the backcourt. Um, with the super-sized trees in the middle of the field. They may try to go big in this game. What do you think? I, I know uh, Cissé and Sharp will have a big part of this game because they're like none other. Uh, even the guys they have at Tennessee, Sharp and Cissé, are blocking machines, and they are doing really well. Sharp, uh, <laughs> I'd hate to have to try to shoot against him inside. He is so long and lean and – and he's, his timing is really well. And Cissé is so big and strong and muscular. And he, he, they both do a real good job, and they've learned a lot. You can tell from the first of the year until now. 
It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. They're really waiting and picking their times. And when, when they're in there and maybe another guy beats this guy like someone beats Morel, they know that Sharp or Cece's back there waiting and they just kind of let them go. So the file never got just kind of let them go. And uh, Sharp and Cece have been doing their thing. Yeah, I believe the, the big guys inside will make a big difference. And our three-point shooting has got to continue too. And it's going to be tougher. They're going to play up into us more. It's going to be hard to get to open threes, but I, I got faith in our guys. We got some really good, talented guys, and I got a feeling we're going to do well. You know, um, you look at specifically Sharp in the middle of the field, and I'm six foot two. I, I'm a relatively tall human being by natural standards. Sharp has me by over a foot. And a lot of times, whenever you watch the game on TV, and the player goes into the middle of the lane and sharks in there. It looks like they're trying to shoot off those things, you know, that are at the at the car lot where they had the air going up through there, and they like the. That's what it looks like they're trying to shoot over, and I, I just they can be such a problem. Now Tennessee is not going to. I'm not going to say they're not going to have that problem, but they're probably going to have a find. They have a plan to basically combat that. Cisse and Sharp in the middle of the field, so. I I don't know exactly how it is going to work. I think Brandon Murray being taller on the perimeter, especially over as the guy Ziegler, that's a I think that's the winning proposition. If you're looking for a way that Ole Miss can win, and then you just look at there, it's like him and Matthew Morrell and Alan Flanagan and Jamin Breakfield, and then one of the two trees. I think you have a nice little matchup that you can go against Tennessee because Brandon Murray's athletic enough to guard Ziegler. We, we do have the players. Uh, hadn't been able to say that in a long time. Uh, last year, you know, we, we had a little bit here and there, but this year we have the players, guys. We got the guys that can really make it happen. And like you said, they're, they're, I don't know exactly what Barnes is going to do. I don't know if he's going to attack us inside, try to get those guys in trouble, or he's going to try to hit outside. Whatever they do, Coach Beard will have the guys ready. No doubt about that. No doubt. He has won over everything. He's one of them guys that stays up and all stays up at all hours of the night working on this and contacting people and consulting people to find out what's best. And him and his guy, he got some great coaches. I mean, several of them's head coach different places. So there's a lot of ideas there. It's going to be a wonderful game. It's going to be a blessing to watch this. And I, I think we'll do well. I think we'll stay with them. I don't see a blowout. You know, anything can happen away from home like that. A few bad spells. You know, he. We've been off for, you know, like 10 days, and you could tell uh, against uh, Brian even that we were a little rusty, and you could tell some of the shots, especially early, the uh, three-point shot wasn't working, and they've been off. So they were off several days too, and they come back and they played Norfolk State, and they kind of got – you could tell they were a little off for a while, but it's going to be an outstanding game. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I, I got a feeling regardless if we lose or not, we're going we're gonna to have a good showing. Yeah, they have to lose eventually. I, I mean, it, just statistically, it, it has to happen. It's been since Indiana in 1976. 
a team having a perfect season. So something's going to happen. And playing against number five in Thompson Bowling Arena, that that feels interesting. Okay, before we get out of here, now we have Jalen Juju Murray as a nickname of players. And if you're watching this video, put put down what you think our a player nickname should be because you know we don't have it there. But like Matthew Morell and stuff like that. What's what's some of the nicknames in your mind, Tim? Yeah, I'd like to hear what the viewers might be thinking that when they're watching these games at the Coliseum or when they're at home. What do you think? I, 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 first time, you know, we talk about Dominic Wilkins. I played against him, and uh, Matthew Morrell has some uh, highlights. Uh, I call him the human highlight film or highlight reel. He, he, he's got possibilities. And we talked about a uh, uh, couple of recruits. We've talked about buckets. I think uh, – Flanagan could definitely something along that line. He he he's pro all the way. He him and Morrell. I mean, we got guys. Uh, them guys inside Sharp, Cisse, Brandon Murray, Juju. I think they'll all go pro in some some level or not. Uh, also, the guys inside for some reason I think it's to do with studies. Maybe a joke there. Uh, Beard calls uh, Sharp books. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. So it must be he must be highly intelligent. I'm not sure. And Cece, I hadn't heard his his nickname. So maybe some of you guys can uh, name some of these guys what you think they ought to be called. I think that'd be interesting. Yeah, put that in the comment section. What you think? You can't say Juju Murray. That nickname is taken. Um, I don't know what it is. I don't know about his demeanor on the court. But Brandon Murray kind of reminds me of like an unk. You know, an uncle type person. This is out there. He's the grown. He's the grown up there watching all the young guys playing. That's just the de- the demeanor of Brandon Murray. I think. I can't wait to see him get let loose. Get on a breakaway dunk, or a, he 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 was about to get one the other day against Brian. He was headed to the basket. Someone inter- came in, and intersected. He couldn't get there. But when he he's going to do one of them uh, Matthew Morrell dunks, it's coming. In time, it's coming. I hope it comes Saturday. That'd be nice to see a few uh, windmills by him and a, maybe an alley-oop or two and a 360. It'd be nice to see. All right, so uh, it's prediction time. What do you, you think is going to happen Saturday? It's hard, you know, being a homer and all to uh, pick against uh, Ole Miss. I have a lot of faith in Beard and his coaches. Uh, these guys, I'm really impressed with them so far this year. A lot of close games, but we won. A lot of you know we brought, we we've been north we beat North Carolina State we beat uh, Temple away we beat UCF away we're not getting enough credit in these polls let's talk about the polls just for a minute before we decide you know Beard mentioned in this post game of the day we're not getting any credit at all and you know maybe that's good keep a chip on your shoulder AP I think it's got us what twenty two now mm-hmm. and I think the uh, coaches poll has us nineteen several other ones Goodman and Rothstein they have us fifteen. Uh, Leonardo, Leonardi, whatever his name is, I'm sorry. Uh, he has this like eight seeds. So we're not getting the respect that we should get at this point in time, 13-0 record. But as Beer said, there's three phases of the season. 
you have the non-conference, and that's over. We've done pretty well, thirteen and zero. Then you have this conference, this conference time, and it's it's a whole new world. It's a whole new universe because these guys that we play against are going to be better, talented, more talented, better depth than we got. The coaching really comes into play, and then Beard made sure he had mentioned postseason, so he's thinking that this team is a postseason team. So I'm on. I'm gonna give it. A, I think Ken Palm had a seventy-seven. Had them seventy-seven to sixty-four. 88% chance of Tennessee winning at third place. And I can understand that. I can see. But I, I don't go by computers. I go by heart. Uh, the Peach Bowl. Wow. Did the football guys kiffing. And they call a great game. Charlie Watts. They call a great And Golden did a good job. So I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to go, Ken Palm. I'm going to go 78, 77 Ole Miss Rebels. All right. So that's what I'm talking about. And, you know, the funny thing is, you know, I think there's 18 conference games that get played, something like that. Yeah. And since it was 13-0 and 0 in the non-conference, Ole Miss, if they go 9-9 and 9 in conference play, you're looking at a 22-win basketball team, 22-9. and 9. And I don't think anybody after winning 12 games last year would fight at all with that. No, I definitely, I definitely wouldn't fight. It's it's been a tremendous blessing for me. You know, we've talked about doing this show last year. Boy, it was hard some days, man. It was hard to come up with something, some positive. Uh, what, what what you think? And no, really, not nothing going on. So we started talking about Kermit and his issues and getting fired towards the end. So that that was something what we had to talk about. Not this year, man. This this year, it's been great. It's been wonderful, and. Uh, the crowd of the day against Brad. I'll throw that in there. Nearly 8,000 on a Sunday at 3 o'clock. That's tremendous. and It never happened before. I don't think uh, for a Bryant game, you know, who, who wants to go see Bryant? I didn't never heard of it until this last year. So I'm not talking about them bad, just never heard of them. But things are going well. And if we could, like you said, if we could beat Tennessee up there Saturday, uh, Things uh, everybody's going to start noticing. All these guys that that not give us any credit. We hadn't played anybody, and quad wins, and this win, and that win. Things will really change. But then if we lose, hey, okay, we're good. We're okay. We got Florida at home. We're okay. You just got to take it like it. You got to whatever happens, and then you got to just go to the next one. But I'm sticking with my 78, 77, Ole Miss Rebels over at UT this Saturday. Thanks again for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Anyway, this has been kind of a Tennessee preview. Thank you very much, Tim. We'll see you next week, okay? All right, good deal. Hotty toddy. Hotty toddy. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.